0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, K, radio. On Twitter, where today on the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sports book, we have a special guest, Jason Cole, who wrote an interesting book about John Elway. It's titled Elway, A Relentless Life. We're going to discuss that book with him here in just a little bit, and then we'll get into also uh, how, well, uh, the the different stories about uh, that are ingrained in the book, including Elway and Manning. Elway and Tebow Elway growing up, uh, just everything we'll get into on that interview. And uh, we'll have Jason here in just a second. I do want to talk about, of course, our Broncos blitz podcast being now five days a week. So if you haven't had the opportunity to go check out the podcast and in previous editions of the podcast, we have previewed, of course, Well, Denver, Tennessee, we will be recapping Denver, Tennessee, and, of course, looking forward as well to Denver and Pittsburgh next week. So there's a lot about uh, the Broncos that we're going to be posting here on MileHighSports.com, whether it be written or, of course, in podcast form, and you can go check that out and uh, review previous archives of the podcast again at milehighsports.com. And previous archives, we've uh, heard from the players, player audio, giving you the analysis that we've had at Mile High Sports. We've uh, talked about the BLM movement and uh, many of the players involved in racism. So there's a lot of uh, good good previous podcasts that you can check out again at milehighsports.com. Very, very excited to bring in our next guest. He is Jason Cole. He has authored many uh, hand-bound, strung leather books, including this one coming up. Elway, A Relentless Life. He is excessively blunt. You can find him on Twitter, Jason Cole 62 Jason, it's good to hear from you. How are you?
1: I am fantastic, as I examine my many leather-bound books. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, This one uh, dropping here, uh, I think tomorrow, is that correct? Uh, Elway, A Relentless Life.
1: John Elway, A Relentless Life. If you want to go to uh, Amazon and order it today, if you're really excited, please do, or barnesandnoble.com. I, there.
0: Or, I, uh, you want to buy it. Yeah, I went through the book and uh, I, I got the opportunity to. Uh, you you were so kind. You you sent it to me a little early, so I got the chance to start reading through. And immediately you start reading, and you're like, "Wow, I didn't. I mean, I grew up in Denver. Okay, I I didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. You know, like a chapter <laughs> after chapter. We have No idea how happy that makes. Good. No, it's awesome. You interviewed so many different people for this, and and obviously put a lot of heart and soul. And I, I strongly recommend. We've been talking about the book on air, um, and and I strongly recommend that you go check this out. Elway: A Relentless Life. Uh, give me your initial thought of of why you wanted to start doing this, because I, you talk about it a little bit earlier in the book. Um, why did? How did this come about?
1: Well, I mean, you're talking about. I mean, you go back to when I'm uh you know, I'm 18 years old and sitting in the stand at Stanford stadium. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm a freshman and John Elway's is a sophomore. And I just remember, you know, you get when you're a freshman, you get those, you know, the garbage seats, right. You're like forced to sit in like the bottom row. Right. Yes. And so we're like a field level. And I just remember like, there was this moment where like, there was just this opening where in the play in the players, where you could see through right into the field, a rare moment. Right. And he throws a slant pass. And I can still hear the thud of the ball hitting the receiver in the chest <laughs> and knocking the receiver over. I can still hear the echo of that in in my in my head, right? There, there was a and heavenly was not, light,
0: yes, that shined upon the field.
1: Right. It's like what what, what was that? Yeah. Like whole you know, and I describe it in the prologue, you know, seeing him play against Cal and and then you follow somebody's life and they're not just a great player. I mean, I've seen a lot of great players, but then they come back and they want to, you know, they want to be a GM in the arena league. They want to come back and be a, uh, an executive of a football team where you, you know, you've already climbed mountains. I mean, John Elway, and I say this all the time, he could sit in his backyard in Denver and just print money. Right. Yes. Like just, it, it will flow to him. Okay. He doesn't have to do anything else to prove anything. He can just put his name on whatever he wants, and people are just going to say, you know, we're happy to be associated with John Elway. But here's a guy who just keeps coming back, coming back, and so, and wanting to compete and put his legacy on the line, and there are just not that many people who do this, who win a Super Bowl, who go to the Hall of Fame, who then come back and want to do it again, and then not only want to do it again, but help a team win a, win a Super Bowl the way he has. And again, it, it, there's only two people who've done this at this kind of level, and it's Elway and it's Mike Ditka mm. um, who've accomplished that kind of thing. And so I'm fascinated why. I'm fascinated what keeps a man like this coming back in his 50s and now 60 years old to want to keep competing and doing this. Um, and, that's, and, and that's what really attracted me to this subject.
0: Of course, Jason Cole joining us on the podcast, the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings America's Top Rated Sportsbook. And look, here's the deal. It sure was, of course, nice to see all the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Now, lucky for us, of course, that was just week one. And look, there is no better place to get in on all the action than with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's Top Rated Sportsbook app, to add to the excitement of week two. Upcoming week two, here's the deal. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their cannot-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now. Download it because you don't want to miss this. Here's the deal: DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn one dollar into a hundred dollars when they bet on any team. Yes, that's right. All new users a chance to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when they bet on any team. That's right. Of course, look, you could turn a dollar into a cool Benjamin. <laughs> How are you going to pass that up? If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now and scout, of course, their many latest offers. Of course, we've been talking about the promotions that they've got over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. And wherever you go, safe, secure, reliable. They make it easy to deposit, easy to withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code MHS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and win up to $100 if they win or win $100. If they win, that's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code MHS during sign-up. Again, promo code MHS during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You do have to be 21 or older. Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. right. Jason Cole you can follow him on Twitter Jason Cole 62 Elway a Relentless life this drops tomorrow you can find out I'm, I'm gonna tweet out the links and all that stuff and of course you can follow on Twitter where you've been talking about it a lot obviously uh, one of the uh, parts of the book that I th- found very fascinating uh, the navigation the the intrigue the mystique of John Elway trying to court another iconic quarterback to Denver in Peyton Manning. Uh, tell us about what your thoughts were when you started to find out these little small details and tidbits.
1: Well, if you go back and you, and you remember that whole thing, right? There was a, there's just this gigantic frenzy around the NFL. I mean, yes. Miami was, and the Jets were talking about, it. Tennessee, Denver, San Francisco with you know, with Jim Harbaugh, Seattle flies in without a moment's notice. He's, you know, Pete Carroll and John Schneider on a on a plane, you know, and just call up Manning at one point and say, hey, we're here. You want to talk? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really doing this. Washington with both Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan at the time. I mean, really, a third of the NFL was in on, can we sign Peyton Manning? And I think that, and I, and I said it at the beginning of the whole thing, I thought the Trump card for the Broncos was Elway. And in, in other words, you had a guy who is, you know, knows how to talk the exact same language as the person that he was trying to recruit. I mean, they're both hall of fame quarterbacks. They both chase the same thing. They both, both been at the same level. Right. Um, And there's a trust that each one of them knows what they need. And Manning knows when he's asking for something that he doesn't have to explain himself to Elway about why he needs to have whatever he needs to have. And he can trust when Elway says, oh yeah, I get it. that he really does get it. But the really, the the fascinating part to me was the slow play. In other words, Elway, You know, they have the the big full day where, you know, Manning is here in in Denver, goes, spends hours at the building, Um, they go to dinner, they talk well into the night, they go to the country club, and they're, you know, up in the lounge, and they're just talking one-on-one for, you know, a few hours. Manning stays for... A couple of days, you know, on his own, to kind of look around and check out the the scenery in Denver and where he might want to live, all those kinds of things. But as soon as as soon as they break from that day, Elway leaves him alone. Like, there's no more recruiting. There's no more, hey, how are you doing? You know, what do you think? Are you, you closer to decision? You know, there's no checking in. There's no calling his agent to get an update. There's just sit back and let let it happen because Elway incorrectly read the situation and said, hey, look, if I had been in Peyton's shoes and had just been cut from a place I had lived my entire life, where I had established my legacy, where I would won a Super Bowl, gone to another one, how would I react? I'd be stunned. And, you know, I, w- I would be, you know, not feeling like I'm on solid ground and I would just want to think my way through that after I, you know, after I dealt with the sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think he read it perfectly. I mean, what's funny to me is the constant thing with Fox, John Fox coming in going, "Have you heard from? Have you heard from Manning? Have you heard from Manning? It it, it it's almost like a a running gag in, in the offices how how Fox was reacting because he wanted to do the typical college recruit thing and just barrage Manning at
0: every moment. Yeah, you know, it's it's like uh, you, you treated him like a normal person and um, you hope he comes, but if he doesn't, it, it is what it is. But I, I'm sure there's teams that probably tried to court Peyton Manning as just the kiss-butt, uh, you know, desperate, uh, you know, give you anything oh, possible, absolutely. and it probably turned off Peyton. Oh, it did? Well, I mean, again, Seattle, literally, I'm not
1: joking, Seattle literally has Carroll and Schneider, the the they have a private plane <laughs> that they fly in to Denver and they call him up and say, do you want to meet with us in Denver? Uh, completely unannounced,
0: yeah,
1: with no setup, anything like that. And Manning was like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to handle it my way. So, yeah, there were other people who were fumbling all over themselves to do this. And let's just say this. Denver was not without... Desperation itself. Okay, I mean, you'd gone through the Tebow year, which got to the playoffs, but there was a realization in the in the organization that Tebow was not the long term answer, and that his style of play. And I'm not even talking about you know, I know a lot of people have made a lot about the personality stuff and this and that, but the bottom line is, that the biggest problem that the Broncos had with Tebow was there's no way you survive. Playing a season, physically running the amount of times and the way that he did, so you just couldn't operate a normal offense doing it the way he did. And that's above and beyond of uh, the side, all the other issues that yes. were with team being a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and you lay out a lot of these. Um, oh, how should? I, what's the best way to put it? Um, these uh, off-field, um, maybe ego. <laughs> Got in the way? Yeah, I mean, there's ego. I mean, you know, Tim is Tim's a very nice guy, and he means really well. Yes, Tim loves him some not, Tim.
1: Like, he's not without ego. Like, don't don't kid yourself. Like, you know, he believes in himself and his messaging, as 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 the the quote that's been you know stolen by uh, by this one English newspaper and, and put out there. You know, he's the the most uh, egotistical, humble guy I've ever met, I think, or the most self-serving, humble guy. I'm trying to remember exactly how it was phrased. But that's what, how one person in the organization put it. You know, The most self-centered, humble guy they've ever met in their life. And that's how they term Tebow, because he couldn't play a backup role in the classic sense that the backup quarterback is the guy who he doesn't hold press conferences every week. He doesn't do interviews, group interviews, and those kinds of things even when Thiebaud was a backup, he was doing that because he wanted to have that platform. He wanted another mess. And, and, and there's nothing terribly wrong about that, except that when you're trying to play football and you're trying to like, say, here's the leader of our team, there needs to be, the, the backup needs to sort of play second fiddle and play, play it nice. And he just, he simply could not do that. Um, it wasn't it wasn't in his dna and that's part of the many reasons that it didn't work
0: out Elway is always known as kind of this mythical figure around here in Denver, and I strongly recommend that fans get an opportunity to uh, check out this book. It's titled Elway, A Relentless Life, because you go deep into um, towards the beginning of the book talking about his relationship and how he grew up with his parents, uh, his mom and his dad. Obviously, his dad very uh, influential as well, too, on his life, and uh, this is a great, great read. What's the one thing while you were going through this entire process that just dropped your jaw when you first heard about it?
1: Wow. There are a fair number of them. Um, you know, Elway and strawberry and high school baseball is a pretty great story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Elway and the frat house, which I, I knew some of it. I didn't know all of it is pretty fun. It's, it's glorious. Um, there's a story at the end of that chapter, which is hysterical. Um, <laughs> But, you know, with Don Kennedy, yep. you know, uh, I always, I, I don't, I don't well, you read it. It's funny. Um, the Stanford people think it's hysterical. Um, I think that the one that just fascinated me the most is how Edgar Kaiser pulled this off. Because Edgar Kaiser, who people, most, most Bronco fans probably don't even know who he is. yeah, right? yeah. But he was, the, he was the owner of the team when they made the trade. And he was not just the owner of the team when they made the trade and, like, signed off on it because Reeves came to him. He's the one who actually thought of it. He's the one who came up with idea. Well, what if we trade for Elway? What if we do this? How do we do this? And pretty much the rest of the organization stopped. Even, like, Jim Sakamana talks about it all the time. Like, sure, we'll do that. Whatever, whatever you say, Mr. Kaiser. And, yeah. uh, you know, Reeves kind of like, well, how are we going to do that? And... John Beek was like, um, sure. Nobody else thought. Nobody else but thought we could do it. But Edgar Kaiser did, and then he pulled it off, and he did it again in this really fantastic slow played effort, sort of reminiscent of, or not reminiscent, but a precursor to what Elway did with with Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many dominoes had to fall into place. I mean, I mean, think about it. Al Davis is trying to get John Elway. Don is trying to get John Elway. Bill Walsh thought about it. Don Shula thought about it. Gil Brandt, Tom Landry, and Tex Schramm. How many more Hall of Famers chased John Elway in 1983? And some some former political aide slash accountant slash economic, you know, economics guy out of the you know the Lyndon Johnson Nixon administration, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with an MBA from Harvard and a degree from Stanford, like some guy out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, who then disappears a year later out of the NFL. That guy pulled it off. Like to me, I'm just I'm flabbergasted by the nature of that story, and then everything that comes after that. But you know that that to me, when I when I find when I found Hein policy right-hand man to Edgar Kaiser, and he explained the whole thing to me. I was like, this is <laughs> like, this is just amazing.
0: It really is amazing, and obviously it paved the way for a lot of success for Denver, and I, I argue uh, the strongest brand in this Rocky Mountain region, and I mean, this region is different looking because of the Broncos. And uh, Pat Bolin, John Elway have a big say and, and, and cause for that, but obviously Edgar Kaiser Pryor, um, a lot of I think a lot of people don't realize that. And, um, you know, whether it's just because it was so long ago and, you know, times have changed or simply, you know, Pat Bowling gets a lot of this uh, pedestal discussion, as rightfully so, but uh, well, certainly... Yeah, he, he,
1: yeah, he deserves
0: that Absolutely. Uh, but certainly... Yeah, I mean, look, Edgar, Kaiser,
1: Edgar Kaiser is just a piece of trivia, okay, in some respects, because he was there and gone so fast. But when you think about it and how this thing unfolds and the fact that they're, like, negotiating the final bits of the trade in a diner of a Marriott hotel, like, for a breakfast meeting, um, or that the part of the key to the trade was two preseason games. Like, when people, people read really, like, I just, when he, again, when I'm being told that stuff, and I hope, you know, people, I hope you read it out there, please go buy it. Um, will give me a chance to do this again with somebody else um, uh, if you do. But um, like there are just things that there are intrigue that happens to this that is almost impossible. And, there, and one of the things that I always love about this book and telling the story of, of Elway is the connections that happen along the way in his life that not only allow him to become a great pro, but just to become a quarterback like there's there was a game between Washington and Washington State that goes completely awry, and that's the way he ends up moving to Southern california there's his high school coach loses a critical game way back in 1969 and life changes otherwise John yeah. never probably, probably never ends up at a program in Southern California where they throw the ball like forty times a game that allowed him to Perfect his craft. He probably ends up playing in a single wing offense in Pullman, Washington.
0: And then um, we're we're still at Cowtown here in the middle of nowhere. Here in and
1: he's probably he and there's it, he's probably never a quarterback.
0: Yep, it's crazy. That's it's crazy. A- you can yeah, read exactly. you can you can read all this stuff with Jason Cole in that new book Elway a Relentless Life. Jason of course on Twitter as well too. Uh, Jason really appreciate the time. Here's hoping that in 10 years no, it's going to be a little bit longer than that. In 20 years you're writing this same kind of book for some guy named Drew Locke. We would really appreciate that if uh, that happened, all right?
1: I I'm all over it. I'll be <laughs> I'll be, I'll be I'll, Hopefully I can still walk, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm into it. I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. Terrific.
0: Jason, we appreciate the time. Go check out his new book, uh, Elway, a relentless life. Jason, we appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care. So again, one more time, I want to say thanks to Jason Cole for joining us on the program. A terrific, terrific book. I strongly encourage you to check this one out, whether it's uh, via Amazon or uh, the many different locations that you can buy these books, or maybe it's just simply a hardcover. This is a terrific book. Uh, I, I've enjoyed reading this one. And uh, like I said, kind of at the beginning, this is one of those books where you know I was born and raised in Denver, grew up in this town. Watch this town turn into a city. Watch the Broncos win multiple Super Bowls. Uh, Watch the individual John Elway move from, uh, uh, you know, unsuccessful at the biggest stage to arguably one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time to a businessman with his dealerships, Arena Football League. And then obviously into the front office of the Denver Broncos and then a Super Bowl champion as a GM. So uh, it has been an incredible life to watch and it's a great book to read because you're going to start to look at some of these stuff and you're going to be like, wow, I never knew that. Like he was kind of talking about the strawberry uh, story. I don't want to tease too much of it because I want you to go check out this book. It really is terrific. Uh, Again, Jason Cole, Elway, a relentless life. It is terrific. Go check it out over there uh, on the many different locations that you can get books. And uh, of course we'll have this link out as well too, to check it out. So Broncos blitz podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings America's top rated sports book. If you haven't uh, signed up yet, new users, of course, get that terrific, terrific promo, use the promo code MHS and uh, you can turn a dollar into a hundred dollars. How about that? I mean, Hey, maybe it's Denver and Pittsburgh, week two that you're looking at uh, maybe a spicy meatball and we'll be talking about of course those two teams well quite a bit this week as topics of the Broncos Blitz podcast a of course daily podcast here at Mile High Sports Uh, we've been having a lot of fun discussing the latest news on the Broncos and uh, look as we continue on through the season We will get the analysis. We will get injury updates. We'll get starting depth updates. uh, What do they do now as far as depth goes? Free agency coaching. You will hear from players. My analysis. And we'll even give you a little bit of betting info as well, too, on this podcast. And if you like the podcast, subscribe, follow, or... uh, give us five stars on the many different locations that you can find this podcast give us good rating or leave some feedback as well too I'll give you the email here in a second on the many different locations that you can find this podcast Spreaker Stitcher iTunes Spotify milehighsports.com available on Apple Android just it's everywhere and so uh, hopefully you share it with your friends and uh, we grow this little Broncos podcast community uh, it is a good one now let's make it better for tomorrow I mentioned the email. You can email me at, uh, or actually we'll start with Twitter because it seems like everybody is reaching out on Twitter, but I do have the email open if you want (laughs) to, List off a longer email. You're more than welcome. At Ronnie K Radio is the uh, Twitter feed. That's where you can tweet me. And then, of course, via email, Ronnie K, R-O-N-N-I-E, Ronnie K, at MileHighSports.com. That's where you can email me if you have Broncos questions or answers, uh, whatever may be going on. For the podcast, be sure to uh, uh, shoot those questions for me and I will answer them right here on the Broncos Blitz. All right, we are all done for the podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And again, big thank you to Jason Cole for joining us on the program. He is absolutely terrific. Go check out his book. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter. A lot of great stuff. We appreciate Jason. For his time. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. You can find more info on the Broncos and on the Broncos Blitz podcast, previous archives, at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.